0: Today's episode of the BS Podcast is brought to you by Guess Who? Oh, yeah, it's SeatGeek. That's our presenting sponsor since 1978. You have basketball, college basketball, hockey, music, wrestling, concerts, opera. They're all in full swing. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to your favorite team's games. Buy and sell tickets in just two taps on your phone. Have SeatGeek help you find the best seats at the best prices. Fully guaranteed. Don't forget, fully guaranteed. And if you're looking for concert tickets, even better. I've had SeatGeek on my phone for two years. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. Thanks to their revolutionary grading system. Just try it out. Download the SeatGeek app today. Or go to SeatGeek.com. We are also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Which has a bunch of stuff going on right now. First of all. I went on Channel 33 with Joe House, who has been on this podcast more than anyone else since we relaunched the podcast. This is the BS podcast. And we broke down the ringers, um, really indefensible top 50 fast food rankings that I feel like I should have thrown my body in front of. House was very upset. Waffle fries were number one from Chick-fil-A. And, uh, and we decided to do a podcast. And House is really the Mel Kiper Jr. of fast food. He's the Chad Ford He's the Barry Melrose. Name, name, name the top analyst. That's House. We broke it down. You can listen to that podcast on Channel 33. I would say it's it's House at his best. And people on Twitter were saying House should become the next food czar. I think I agree with them. Check that out on Channel 33 and also the Ringer NFL show. We have Mike Lombardi, Kevin Clark, Robert Mays, and Danny Kelly are all in Indianapolis at the Combine. We're doing Ringer NFL shows from there. And we launched, Tate. Hey, did we launch the Mass Man podcast? It's oh, it's launched. The Mass Man has his own podcast, a wrestling podcast. Oh, yeah. It's got its own feed. You used to be able to find it on Channel 33, and now it is on its own feed. Subscribe now. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast FM. What other places have podcasts? Google Play. Google, Google Play. Yeah. Masked Man Podcast, hosted by David Shoemaker. Lots of wrestling people on. I'm going to be going over there on that before WrestleMania to break down WrestleMania. Uh, But check it out. That's our newest and latest podcast feed, The Masked Man Podcast, David Shoemaker. It was time. It was time for him to branch off, leave his friends at Channel 33 behind. And don't forget about uh, Tate and Mark Titus teed up college basketball podcast that uh, if you want to win your march madness pool i would start listening to that podcast right now anyway jimmy kimmel and cousin sal coming up we taped this on a wednesday night we went to their office because jimmy is you know he's a celebrity he just hosted the oscars for god's sakes we had to go to him even though he's two miles away uh and that is coming up right now but first our friends from pearl jam <laughs> All right, taping this on on Wednesday night uh, in Jimmy Kimmel's office. Cousin Sal and Jimmy Kimmel here. You just did a show with Al and a bunch of people, and you had a very tumultuous weekend, both of you.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it was tumultuous. Yeah, but more it was, Jimmy than me. I yeah. would say
0: it was tumultuous. It was the biggest, most famous some... thing that ever happened in the Oscars.
1: Yeah, it is funny. Because somebody said to me yesterday, you better get your story exactly straight because you're going to be telling the story <laughs> For the rest of your life And I thought I don't want to tell this story For the rest of my life It's about The wrong envelope Being handed over It's essentially A boring story But The impact was It's never going to go away Yeah I know I guess it's not Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say It wasn't me
0: (laughs) (laughs) I said to I was saying to somebody It was like The JFK assassination And you were kind of The Jackie O You were crawling On the back of the limo Wondering what happened
1: but I was in a way, you know, I, I don't, you know, I haven't done really any interviews I know. since the Oscars. And so there are many things that people don't know about what happened that night. Like afterwards, somehow I wound up in the huddle trying to figure out <laughs> what is going what do you mean? on. Well, there are producers, you know, Mike DeLuca and Jennifer Todd are the producers of the show. And then there's Dawn and Cheryl who run the Academy and they were trying to figure out what happened. And for some reason, I became a part of that with Warren Beatty. <laughs> like you're a decision maker. And I really was in the middle of this. And everybody was very keyed up trying to figure out, you know, what happened and who did what and whatever. And I just kept screwing around through the whole thing. <laughs> I told Warren Beatty he was in trouble. <laughs> it was- I told Warren Bates, I said, "There's only one way to handle this. You need to come on my show tomorrow night, and we'll explain what happened." He said, "Well, that sounds um, that sounds great for you, but I think I'm just going to wait a while." And I said, I- "I'm going to tell you right now that I think that's a mistake. Uh, n- forget me, put me. I'm not speaking." Uh, For myself here, it would be great if you were on the show, but I'm saying I think you need to handle this immediately, and a great place to do it would be on my show because I am actually an eyewitness to what happened, and he didn't think that was a great idea. But he did a very smart thing, and I was really impressed by this. He kept those envelopes. He would not hand them to anybody. He showed them to people, but he would not hand them over. The two envelopes. The two envelopes. He kept both of them. Mm-hmm. because that's the evidence. That's the smoking gun there. As soon as you give those envelopes up, who knows who switches what out, and who knows what happened.
0: He did, he asked, the other smart thing was that he went to the microphone. Like, to he went to clear things up. I just yeah. want you guys to know, and it was like at that point...
2: I guess, but, now, but everyone now blames him because he did that, and he didn't even read it, although he did... You know, throw her under the bus and let her read it. Well, I but don't. She was in yeah. an Uber back to Malibu, and he's explaining right. like he didn't even say it. He's <laughs> not
1: the one who said it. Right. It is funny too because one of our writers saw somebody posted on Instagram or something a close up. They zoomed in on the envelope that was in his hand. They got it yeah. off the television broadcast, and I went into the, after all this commotion. It was still going on. I left. We went. We had a little toast after the show. I went back in and I said, Warren, you could see. Yeah, on the envelope you can see right here the envelope that you were handed said uh, outstanding female you know uh, actress act, yeah. and I said so uh, and I just announced and I said you're free to walk the streets of Hollywood again and I walked <laughs> out of the room <laughs> <laughs> everybody laughed and that was kind of the end of it you know uh,
0: it, the whole thing is so we, we were talking about before well why the it fact took so long
1: is, is the, well,
0: the 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 guy must add two, um, two envelopes right Left, right? The accountant.
1: They have one set of envelopes on one side of the stage, and another set of envelopes on the right, other side. Right, but he's of the stage. so
0: each time somebody wins an award, he's probably putting the duplicate, or either they took it away, he's putting in some suitcase. Yeah, and gradually he just had the two left. But he's walking around, he's taking, he's tweeting, he's taking photos, and then they're like, "Hey, we need that best," and he just gives it, and he just gives the right. It's kind of amazing. I just can't believe. Ads?
2: So. It takes a minute to get on stage. They go through two and a half speeches, and then I mean, it was like two and a half minutes. Like these are not people you want watching your six-year-old around the pool, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. get get in there before anyone you gets on stage. Immediately, no. they're running in, going. Whoa, 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 like I, this. I think
1: at that point, people were hoping it somehow went away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you know, what they could have done. They could have just went with it. They they could. Have, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done in that situation, but the thought would definitely cross my mind of just letting uh, so, La La Land have the best picture. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody kind of look at it, because it was the favorite. It's not like it right. would have been a huge surprise. Nobody would have been like, what? What the hell happened? How did, How did? you know, it's not like it was a rival or something right. or Hell or High Water. I it think was, that's
2: another reason she read the name. She's like, well, this doesn't look right because there's an actress's name here. But everyone has been telling me all day that La La Land should win. So yeah. I'll just read the name. La La. You know,
0: Emma Stone, she gave a, like an interview thing right after When they're in that room yeah. Right And she's like You could tell she thought There was some sort of conspiracy And that. And she's like I just want you to know I had my envelope the whole time
1: Right like, Yeah, I don't it, think There she, was
0: this 20 minutes Where nobody knew How it was going to play out
1: Yeah I don't know that she thought There was a conspiracy I think she I think she thought That Warren had made a mistake Instead She didn't realize There were two versions Of that Of that mm-hmm. envelope And that card Yeah yeah, well, it was crazy. It old was really people crazy. can't
0: see is really one of the morals to this. Like, I, I said, like. Well, not
1: only that, they came to two different rehearsals because it was hard to see the teleprompter. Yeah. So it, that definitely was part of the issue, I think, is just vision in general. But, which, you know, I can't read the menu in a, a restaurant. I where I, we
2: have our iPhone lights as we're at any restaurant and, that's.
1: I, you know they're expected to be able to read this with a spotlight kind of shining in your face. But okay, was, I told Jimmy
2: the, be- the only thing that would have made it better is if uh, Jimmy announced, uh, "Release the raisinets all over these bozos," just <laughs> as they were trying to. Figure I wish we it had out.
1: one more load of candy, <laughs> and Sal was in charge. That would have been the greatest. Well, a wait a second. Let's
0: go back to when it happens. Yeah. You're in the you're in the row with Damon.
1: So I'm sitting in what the What was audience. the
0: plan for the last joke that we never saw?
1: The plan for the last joke was the Best Picture winner is announced. They make a speech. I was assuming the Best Picture was not going to be Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> right. And I said to Matt, if it's not Manchester by the Sea, I'm going to be sitting next to you. This would be my revenge for the Emmys because <laughs> at the Emmys, he walked on stage after we lost our category and i'd be sitting next to him and it would start on me and i'd start wrapping the show up and then i'd uh, the camera would widen we'd see that matt was sitting next to me and i would say wow you know oh unbelievable you know casey won and uh (laughs) kenneth won and it's really only one person who didn't win tonight and it's you for this movie and yeah it would have been just a nice little button to the whole night but we're watching, we're waiting for the camera to come to us, and we're kind of, you know, we're concentrating, and set. And suddenly the stage manager wanders up on stage, which is never supposed to happen, and he's in the shot, which I know is not supposed right. to happen. Mm. So I really don't know what's going on, and I don't hear very well. So Matt hears somebody say something to the effect of the uh, they had the wrong movie for Best Picture, and so he says to me, I think they announced the wrong Best Picture. And I said, what? He said, yeah, I heard them saying that it's the wrong movie. And I looked at Matt, and I said, well, I I guess I better go up there. (laughs) And he said, yeah, I guess you better. And I walked up on stage, and all hell is breaking loose, and people are... Are mad and confused, and I start. You know, I, I'm trying, I mean, I feel bad for them, but I can't help but laugh because right. it's, it's such ridiculous. an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I, the microphone actually goes down to the ground, <laughs> it's the microphone that comes up from the stage and then goes down. So I bent over, I leaned forward to talk to the microphone, and it disappeared, which is almost a comedy moment on its own, and then it came back up. And I didn't know if my mic was on, my lavalier mic that I have attached to my shirt. I didn't know if people could hear me. People were very confused. It wasn't exact. It wasn't like, it wasn't a great moment for a joke because people wanted to know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on, and so. But your
0: default mechanism in that in that exact situation is to make a joke. Is, yeah, it's to make, make it to. worse. Yeah, you're, yeah, well, you're gonna you're uncomfortable, <laughs> so you're gonna immediately
1: go to humor. <laughs> yes, right. And so, I would have
0: expected nothing less.
1: <laughs> and then I think I yelled at Warren. He said, "I Warren Beatty said I'm not trying to be funny." I said, "Well, you were." <laughs> no one laughed. And then and I think I screamed into more, and what did you do? Yeah, you did. I assumed that he read the wrong. I thought it was his yeah. mistake, because I had this backstory in my head of him coming to two rehearsals and not being able to see the teleprompter. So I thought, oh, you know, this is what happened between the two of them. They couldn't read the, the card. Although now, thinking back, that's a ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you see, the words La La Land don't look anything like the words Moonlight, you know? So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I got up there. And I said something, I don't even remember what I said, and I wandered off stage with everybody at the end of the show, and then people started going like, is this, did you do this? And I was like, <laughs> "They're hold, blaming him. hold on a minute, I'm just going to make one thing very, very clear right now, that this was not a, if this was a prank, I'm not in on it, I, you know, I'm one of the victims here, so... Although
0: if Sal had wandered out with a big smile on his face, yeah. it would have been the greatest thing <laughs> both of you have ever seen. Anyone, immediately. anyone I could
1: have wandered up on that stage at that point yeah. and, and taken the microphone. Literally any person in that house could have walked up and said anything they wanted mm-hmm.
0: to. Well, when I was watching it, because remember
2: that for next year, guys,
1: <laughs> they did a wide shot.
0: I wasn't really totally paying attention. And we were talking about what. You know Whether we're gonna watch Big Little Liar Or whatever we're at That new HBO show or, Yeah And I was like We gotta keep it on Cause Jimmy might come back On one more time And then they did this Weird wide shot And there were people On the stage And I thought like A streaker ran on Or somebody came in To pretend they were The producer Like it was an imposter Yeah But other people Immediately knew That it was the wrong movie And I don't I saw know a, how you would have known that. I saw hmm. a
1: picture today of Ryan Gosling on... Somebody took a picture of him on stage. He was wow. laughing his yeah. ass off. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: so the Moonlight people come up. Could you hear the conversations?
1: Yeah, and they didn't... Nobody wanted to make a speech, you know, because... Well, it was so unclear what was happening. They... they kind of absorbed the fact that they'd won, yeah. but nobody took the next step of saying like, oh, I guess now we have to make a speech mm-hmm. now that we won until Denzel Washington literally was waving at me. <laughs> and, you know, he's yelling. That part's
0: incredible. yelling
1: Barry at me. He's, he's going Barry and he's pointing. Yeah. And I don't know, but the director... Barry of Moonlight is behind me and he wanted me to get him. Hmm. I think Denzel just wanted to go home really is what (laughs) what it was and he knew he couldn't leave. So I went, I I grabbed Barry and I kind of pushed him toward the mic, I think, I don't even, I don't really remember exactly what happened. I do remember Denzel kind of I, it, it may have been another six minutes long if Denzel hadn't directed me to go get Barry and bring him to the microphone. <laughs> and are they telling you rap, rap, rap? What Nobody's, they- no, no. There's no, I mean, there. there's nobody to, to tell me rap. I don't have an earpiece on.
0: It's almost like a natural disaster has just happened.
1: Yeah, like I mean, there's
0: been an earthquake and no, and people
2: are yeah. trying to figure out what
1: the. It's not scary. It's just confusing and yeah.
2: uncomfortable when you watch it again. I watch it again and again and again today. It's like this is really uncomfortable, even for me. This is was, weird. yeah, it
1: was and it all made sense
0: because when when I after it was over and they went off, then we rewound it to be like, all right, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And you can see. Beatty, Beatty, like he, he's looking. He's confused. He opens the envelope to see if there's another card.
2: Right. Yeah. And
0: then he just punts. I compared it to uh everyone blamed him, but he's really like it's the Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson scenario where he, Faye Dunaway is the one that pulled the boob, mm-hmm. but he got blamed for the envelope. But yeah. she was the one that read it. Yeah. He was right. the one who was like, I don't know what to do. This doesn't seem right. <laughs> and then Faye Dunaway, ah, La La Land, and just she goes. But I think it's the most famous Oscar moment of all time. It might be. It's the most famous television show we have, and and you're in it forever. Yeah. Is that, that good? Part, is that part, I that think good it's thing? good. Oh, it is yeah, good. It's good. Oh, okay. I think it'll be in the first paragraph of your obituary 50 years from now. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Oh, I, I hope there that's not go. true. I no, really I think would, it is. That would be
1: terrible for it was. No, no. it will be like
0: Jimmy Jim hosted a show and did all these things and also hosted the fateful <laughs> Oscars with the Moonlight. I really think it's going to well, be, the be the that big. Well, the
2: first paragraph, just asking my obituary, be that I went four to five with my only loser in Oscar Paulie. That
1: is <laughs> the best part of the whole thing. Can we quickly go over my bad beats of the year? Explain though what happened. They're worse than bad. So you had four, you hit four out of four Four. Your last pick, yeah. was La La Land. Let me
2: go back even further if, if I can. Yeah, Golden State, seventy-three win team, <laughs> up three to one against Cleveland. Simmons, you were on me with that one. Hillary Clinton, ten to one favorite, morning of the election, I lose that one. The, and and wait, Atlanta, we also had multiple Falcons chances up to go against points, it. Yeah, Falcons. plus three and a half. Even if they screw everything up, it goes to overtime. Everyone loses by three. I'm plus three and a half. I lose that one. And then four to five. I have Emma Stone. I have freaking Zootopia. I have. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what else. I, I had. I had a uh, uh, Affleck. Uh, I forgot what the fourth one and the fifth Ali. one. La La, yeah, uh, Mahersha Ali. Wow, you had Mahersh- Affleck
1: too. Yeah, it wow. was a It
2: would have been a nice payday. And then I have La La Land. And I see all this commotion. And Jimmy, you could. I don't know if you know this, but there's live betting. You could bet like during an event or a game. What were the live odds on La La Land? After they announced La La Land won. Do they look, they How do they you know this? Take
0: <laughs> money I know! Oh. That's why it's the worst loss <laughs> ever. Well, it's certainly in sports, we've never seen no. a, an actual result it's reversed insane. within three minutes where you celebrated it. Then yeah, it I'm trying to end. think.
1: Have we? I mean, uh, uh, almost at the Super Bowl in a way, you know? It's, you yeah. Know, it, I
0: guess it would be the equivalent of like the tuck rule. Where
1: if you everyone, bet the Raiders in and the Row and
0: the game's and we'll over, it. and then all of a sudden they yeah. flip it, but
2: now uh, hate to eject gambling into it, but this is a real thing. I saw was it Price Waterhouse? Is that what it is?
1: Price Waterhouse Cooper,
2: yeah, minus two sixty to keep the job next year.
1: Oh, the the firm itself, favored, yes. You can favored. bet on that. You
2: can bet on it. I'm oh, going to wow, say there's going to be a new firm next year. Oh, you think so? Because the, the guy isn't coming back. Right? Yeah, yeah, I would think
1: that. Yeah, they fired the. They, they didn't fire them actually. They just, just took to them, them off them. the account. Yeah, which is interesting. I think they come back. Yeah,
0: we'll be back to Jimmy and Sal in one second. But first, I want to talk about our friends at Lyft. L Y F T. Lyft. Download the Lyft app and get a ride in minutes for less than the cost of a cab. Every Lyft driver is fully vetted through their 10-point safety standard. They are rated after every ride, only the best stick around. And with Lyft, you can tip in the app, which obviously leads to happier and better drivers. Nine out of 10 Lyft rides get a perfect five-star rating from the passenger. It's also the highest-rated ride-sharing app, and it's your buddy whenever you need a ride. People are actually getting rid of their cars and relying on Lyft to get around. That's what I heard. I've, I've heard this. In fact, my nephew, my nephew Kyle... Who has a car? What does Kyle call his car, Zoe? Betty. Kyle calls his car Betty, she's old and, broken down. and she's old and broken down. And needless to say, she broke down. and And Kyle doesn't have a car, and he uses Lyft to go everywhere. So, congratulations to him, and congratulations to Lyft. Right now, Lyft is offering our listeners a special deal: three free rides for up to ten dollars each, up to a thirty dollars value, when you enter promo code Bill Simmons. Download the free Lyft app today enter promo code bill simmons in the payment section three free rides up to $10 each fortunately that's not enough free rides for my nephew Kyle he needs about 300 <laughs> free rides i'm interested to see if he doesn't get a car and just relies on ride sharing app for the rest of his life i think it'll turn out fine for him i really do i think Kyle Kyle's going to enter this new world where he you know, everything is delivered. Maybe he just relies on Postmates and Lyft and I don't know. I don't know how he finds companionship. Maybe Tinder. Maybe girls just show up at the house. We'll see. I'll let you know what happens, but definitely try out Lyft. And now back to the podcast. You go to the parties. <laughs> yeah. What are the to party? This party, this should have been like a celebration. You did an awesome job hosting, by the way. I'm not just saying that because I'm your
1: friend. Thank you but
0: You were really good it, I really yeah, the enjoyed the show
1: The narrative changed It <laughs> just becomes
0: What happened What happened What happened For four hours yeah. right?
1: Yeah it did it, And it did Yeah well I didn't stay out For four hours But yeah that's pretty much All we talked about The whole time
0: and what was the mood?
1: Well, you know, one other thing that we, we did discuss is that if it, if it had been Manchester by the Sea, you know, every other year they rotate the be- lead actor and lead actress as the yeah. second to last category. So let's imagine that instead of actress and Emma Stone, it was Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. And let's imagine that Warren Beatty had an envelope that said Manchester <laughs> by the Sea on it. If that had happened everyone would have thought Matt Damon won for best for producer he would have went up on stage and then I would have had to go on stage and tell Matt Damon <laughs> that he didn't win and nobody would have believed that and still. we would still be on that stage <laughs> right. right and like today many yeah, days later hours, the show would later. still be on yeah. the
2: only thing uh, more uh, less likely to happen but if Mel Gibson if somehow Hacksaw Ridge had been announced oh that would have been if crazy and they had to take it from him and give it to that would have been chalked up
1: to karma though <laughs> definitely
2: yeah. <laughs> he should be mic'd up at uh, all these things anyway <laughs> he was he probably, an asset for you in the crowd yeah, i mean he just really he looks like I, a crazy you know, person it's funny, i
1: don't even really know because I, I couldn't see the show as it was happening and i've not gone back and watched it he's the only good. thing i watched was the envelope thing so i could kind of give my account of what was happening what
0: was it like to um i mean you've you've hosted everything from the roast The wh- which roast was that hugh hefner
1: I've hosted mm-hmm. a few. I've a been couple yeah. roasts. The, AMAs. Yeah, the first roast of Hugh Hefner was a really big one because it was right after nine eleven. Yeah, AMAs. Amer- I host the American Music Awards five times, I think. Emmys, Emmys twice. What else? ABN? AVN Awards? No, never that one. <laughs> White House Correspondents' Dinner. That was so. This Oscars,
0: one. you come out and like the biggest movie stars in the world. Usually, you can see the first couple rows because it's bright, right? You can't see everybody.
1: I can see everybody. Okay, because it's, it's a TV show, so lit. And it's all lit. the
0: famous actors we have in the world.
1: They're just all staring at you, right? Like, do you? What do you? What's the reaction? Do you even think about it? That doesn't. That doesn't really affect me because it's weird, but I know almost every one of those right. people because they've been, they've on, the been show. on the show. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, you're thinking about the home audience. You're thinking about. It's an interesting—it's a tricky crowd, and it's a tricky situation because in every other comedy situation, the audience is in darkness. Even on my show, you know, the right. audience—they're not lit, so they're not worried about w- laughing at an off-color joke, being caught on camera. You know, people, they—, they Examine every second of these broadcasts. I mean, somebody has a puss on their face and everybody assumes they're getting divorced, you know, and but like
0: poor Denzel after the Affleck Awards. Yeah, exactly. That became a yeah. meme the next day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So they're very conscious of this stuff, you know? And so you've got an audience that's very conscious of not laughing in the wrong places. And sometimes just to be careful. They won't laugh, so you have to really hit them over the head. And you
0: have a lot of people from different countries. You have a lot of nervous people. You
1: have a lot of people who clearly haven't seen the movies. I'm making jokes yeah. about right in this particular situation. Sal and which I were talking about that before. That became yeah. very obvious. I think that's to one me. thing
2: we underestimate or overestimate. Whatever. I, I kind of had a
1: feeling that was going to yeah. happen, but I made a joke about the movie Moonlight, which I thought was interesting. Everybody a standing ovation every time the movie is mentioned, but. The joke was uh the, you know the uh, the happiest ending was in the middle of moonlight you know yeah. because there was a uh, as my wife dubbed it handjob by the sea the movie and um and the people that got it laughed really hard but they were in the vast minority you know you
0: knew because you showed me the rough draft and you knew there was a possibility of just confusion yeah I but did. not to the level that probably was actually in the theater with that joke. You
1: know what? I decided it was a great joke and I didn't care. You know, I figured... I was glad at home you did it. Would, it. Or people, in retrospect, they, if they didn't know, they'd figure it out later. Because yeah. Because it's a great joke and I was just I like... I thought the, the more
2: egregious example was the um, were hidden figures with the one with the what women yeah. could accomplish when they go pee, which was a solid joke. And it's like, come on, uh, this movie made $100 million. Like, yeah, we, definitely. We, a- That's a, yeah,
1: that yeah, was yeah. another one where you could see... Yeah. The people that saw the movie, you could just see them because they were laughing, and then you could tell who didn't. Mm. It's weird, you know. You get these screeners sent to your house. You're in the Academy. You think you'd watch the movies that right. people are talking about, but it became obvious that it's like anything else. A lot of people will vote for the people they know or their friends or you know people they worked with or their own projects or whatever, and and they may not watch their screeners. Those screeners should expire. On Oscar night Somehow they should Figure right. it out Because people would Watch them if they did
0: What was Other than uh, The final envelope Did anything else Go wrong That we didn't see
1: Oh yeah There was a, a Complete crazy disaster On the afternoon Of the of the Oh broadcast. yeah I was.
0: I wanted to talk about that Should we talk about it, that now Much
1: bigger deal Than the envelope You could have died Scary Well you know Not necessarily me But I, I was on stage I was on stage We were rehearsing The tour bus bit Yep And we had stand-ins pretending to be the tourists that we were going to round up. And I I stepped off stage, as I did during the tour bus bit, to start giving the tour. And as soon as I stepped off stage, a huge structure, I I think it was probably 30 feet tall. I'm not sure exactly how big it was. And a slightly smaller structure fell or just toppled over. And this is a huge wooden structure. And it was like... Everybody, you guys were The writers were in the back room so We
2: couldn't even see I mean you couldn't see it either Probably because your back was turned but It was we, yeah. we hear voices Like okay, well, And we thought like People were rushing in Like This is terrorist crap And like right. Jane was there And we're like My wife stuffed her. my daughter yeah.
1: Under the table yeah. You know Yeah It
2: was really scary And then Finally, Aaron's... they cut to. Meanwhile,
1: the whole band was in the orchestra pit yeah. under this. Oh my god! I, mean, I don't know what they, they were terrified. Yeah. You know,
0: Aaron said that she ran out and she couldn't find you, and she thought you were under the wood.
1: And well, everything got really quiet for about thirty seconds after the stage <laughs> toppled mm-hmm. over because I think just people were nervous, and also you wanted to hear if anybody was going to cry out from under the, and that was a very tense moment. Right. When when that thing happened, because, the, you know, someone easily could have been killed. It, it is a mirror. It really is a miracle that nobody was hurt. So
0: you that. were on the stage two minutes before it collapsed.
1: Less than two minutes before it collapsed. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I had a parlay with the stage not collapsing at all. Uh, <laughs> usually golden.
1: Did Sal get paid for that. Or and by the no? way, this is day of show. So we yeah. didn't have the rehearsal. We didn't cancel ha- we, the rehearsal. We yeah. canceled the rest of the rehearsal. We had no rehearsal today. We only rehearsed, like, the first half of the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Aaron said Aaron's one of your EPs for people not mm-hmm. listening, uh, or people who don't know that. Aaron said it had like a, gave it, like, a weird edge because it was so scary
1: for a couple of hours after. Yeah, I think it did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe,
0: maybe a foreboding edge.
1: Meanwhile, I was the only one. I was like, oh, good, no more rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. I went and laid down for a half an hour.
0: <laughs> did they know what happened? Did they know why it collapsed? Was it I, the Price yeah. Waterhouse guy? Can we blame him for this? Or? Everything.
1: The stage has an elevator under it, and for whatever reason, the building wasn't wasn't in the slot it was supposed to be in, and when the elevator came up, it toppled it over.
0: Wow. Yeah. Sal, you we were preparing for this Oscars for a long time. You've worked with this guy for... Yeah, a long time. Is this the all-time most this anal he's ever been about anything? The most or? anal? Yeah. Where where would you rank his? I think his so. Two months before the Oscars compared to the other stuff.
2: Yeah. No, I think this was. But you know, like I, I wanted to ask, I never asked you about this. Like you were told late that you were hosting around Christmas time, right? It was on right. a Christmas break. Um, is is? Do you think now that it's better that we didn't start in October?
1: Um. Maybe. Maybe it's one less month of of yeah. uh actually no it was not christmas break it was before that no right? wasn't it you, oh yeah no, well, you're right yeah. yeah it was after christmas yeah, it was late yeah it was after it was christmas late. yeah i mean sometimes i think it would be better if they just like ran into my room the night before and said hey tomorrow you're hosting the oscars right right and i didn't have to worry about it leading up because i really wasn't that nervous like moments i before could see the show. He, he
2: felt it like friday night we had the rehearsal and uh and afterwards, I saw and like you should have been exhausted, and you probably were. But you were you were in a good mood, and you were up. And you, I think I saw in your eye, you like I got this. I well, think, the fact I that I, I went to, to
1: the party, I think, is all you need to know. Because oh, I, yeah, is, yeah, to yeah, baby, baby, baby doll's, doll's dinner. Because I wouldn't have gone if I wasn't right feeling confident or ready. Right. But I did. I, th- I just felt like I had good jokes, and I felt like yeah, I was pretty much ready to go.
0: Yeah. Also, like having done a lot of these you know, it's, it's, you're almost like an athlete. Like you play in the, the high school championship, you play in the Rose bowl, then you play in a playoff game. It's exactly then, like that. And it, it really just moves is.
1: up. It's exactly like that. Bigger room, hardy. but I think of it more of, uh, in the way I think of it, like as a, being a, a coroner, your first day on the job, <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, horrified by all the gore and, dead bodies and then like five years into it you you know you're like you got your dick in a dead body's ear and you know, Yes, yeah, shooting your Christmas car I was gonna say <laughs> that you know in a way it's the same thing it seemed like
2: a monumental task after the Emmys but I think it, it helped that it was after the you know like yeah like yeah we had the muscle totally. memory. by the way
1: you, you know we haven't talked about maybe we're gonna get to it where I totally lost the crowd the moment where I was <laughs> with the OJ Joe oh yeah <laughs> and the whole thing went south and i'm like really like the whole deal flashed before my eyes because the monologue went over great you know yeah. people loved that I mean, people were yeah. jumping up and down when i walked <laughs> backstage and i knew it i knew it went great and you know you kind of think like that's the main thing what's right what's that's you know even if everything else is mediocre people will remember your monologue yeah until i get out there and I'm standing out there, and we're following a very kind of serious speech. And uh, <laughs> after the OJ documentary, which, by the way, you should have been thanked for, right? I did. Well, I was wondering also <laughs> if you were going to be thanked for it too. And I, I was thinking, well, maybe I'll DSPN. say something. I used to work there. Maybe I'll say a little something. You know, it was yeah. your thirty for thirty thing. You know, you know, whatever. I don't know. So I'm sitting there, and it, it, <laughs> I have a couple of OJ jokes in my pocket, and I don't have them on prompt or anything. They're just in my head, and I think. Oh, these are not going to these are not going to work um at all <laughs>
0: cuz he's a double murderer.
1: Well, no, not because of uh. that. Just because of the tone at that moment cuz the yeah, OJ yeah. jokes at the Emmys they worked very well. Emmys. Yeah. But the tone at that time uh it was uh it was one of those moments where people knew they were on camera and they knew they had to react in a certain way. And I'm standing in the audience, which makes it even more invasive in a way. You right. know, the, the people around me know that they're on camera. So right. They can't laugh. The only one laughing was Anthony Anderson, who is was dying. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> and so I make this joke, and nobody laughs, and I'm like... What was the joke? I don't remember. I said... That uh, slice of bologna? This is OJ's... Oh, well, I got to yeah, that one. And uh, I said, this is OJ's second big, big, biggest victory ever. <laughs> That's right. And, and nobody, nobody laughs. laughs. It's just dead. And then I turn on the crowd and I go, oh, come on, oh, oh see, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, which, because, you know, li- listen, really? We don't want to offend halfway OJ. Halfway through the Oscars, the crowd turns. And then they so... made the bologna joke. Yeah. <laughs> and the bologna joke, one and one more slice of bologna for OJ tonight. And that goes over. <laughs> That's a great joke. In no way. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then I, I find myself in a very deep hole because I've. <laughs> <laughs> right. I put myself in it and I said, and I just said, I just, I don't know, I said something to the effect of, I was just basically kind of enacting the review I would get. Kimmel and the crowd, until a a very distasteful OJ joke was poorly received. Their beloved OJ. And I kind of got him back at that and people did laugh and then Many people would have just moved on but they held yeah. it against me for two acts i yeah. had to i really had to do a little i had to win them back i needed like right. two more appearances to finally get them back on board
0: dropping this stuff from the roof probably helped too from a
1: yeah that was you know it's funny because people are like oh you're doing you're giving food to the audience everybody does it it's because the audience needs food or they're terrible or else right. they will hate you and they hate being there. And that's the worst kind of a group of people. And every award show I ever do, I will make sure there's, I don't care if, I don't care if a thousand people say enough already. Every award (laughs) show I ever do, there will be some kind of food for the audience.
0: You know, have you seen, have you watched the whole show? Because after, after, after you, no. you made the coffee joke, I forget who the actor was. Oh, you are yeah. like, and now here comes coffee, and the coffee. <laughs> really, <laughs> I forget who it was. I mean, it was like Casey Affleck, like, like jerked
1: up and looked up. <laughs> you are dropping coffee. That's when you know you've done a lot of bad things. When people think you might actually drop coffee on them at the Oscars.
0: Yeah, it was realistic to him. Yeah. Uh, Did uh, what was your biggest surprise from actually hosting it that you didn't expect?
1: That I, well, the
0: envelope was number one. Well, I mean, other than. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's see.
0: Just the whole process
2: of the night where you're like, oh.
1: Um, nothing really. I, okay. You know, it's very similar to the Emmys. So Maybe uh,
2: some of the background stories for the tour bus guests.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. when Our, <laughs> yeah. our tour bus. Yeah, it turned out the guy that um, was kind of the star of the tour bus had just been released from prison. He'd done 20 years in prison for stealing perfume, this guy.
0: Yeah. and he had just gotten out right like three or four Thursday. days before he
1: was released on Thursday he was live on the Oscars on Sunday and I was wondering why this guy I was getting annoyed because he was taking so many pictures I could I couldn't have a conversation with him yeah and I wanted to speak to him but he was so zeroed in I realized oh this might be the first time he ever held a cell phone yeah <laughs> you know because
2: oh yeah we
1: gave them cell phones before they came into the theater and we did it in a very tricky way because they didn't know what was going on we didn't want to but we you know, they have a, a deal with Samsung. So we had to make sure that people weren't waving other brand phones around right. on the broadcast. So they made it, they concocted the story like we Samsung wanted you to test these phones and say what you thought about them. And, and, um, and so everybody said, okay, and we put cases on all the phones so it looked kind of normal. But this guy got hold of a cell phone and he went nuts. He was just <laughs> flat, just picture, 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 picture. And, yeah, because think of it. the first time you held a cell phone, you went nuts too. You know yeah. when he went into prison, there were nothing but flip phones. you know he there was the guy from the third
0: trump debate the guy with the red sweater who immediately became an Ken bone. It felt like there was some Ken Bone potential with Gary from Chicago. Yeah, especially when you see, could see the green cigarettes hanging out of his pocket. I didn't even see. <laughs> that. I could tell you were delighted right away. <laughs> I was. You were like, "Wow, this is the jackpot." I was. I, I could seen see any him on the show the yet. next night. Then the envelope thing happens. Then, like, very quietly, two days later, it's like, "Yeah, that guy." <laughs> was in jail for 20 years. Yeah, not going to have the same Ken Bone.
1: Well, at least people run. know we didn't set it up because there right. were people like, "Oh, that was a setup," and like, "No, it wasn't." Can <laughs> I it just was, say who that one was? Of those the consensus. Yeah,
2: I, I think our Mike and the Mad Dog impression days are over. Why? Francesa turned on Jimmy. One of the. Most, oh no! Very few negative reviews. Oh, is that Francesa? right? Francesa? <laughs> well, for for I think he's a Trump guy, and his boy got beat up a little oh. bit, so he was annoyed at that. But he. His, and it's such a weird take about how fake the tour bus bit was. Like, they're not giving tours oh, at 8 o'clock good. at night on Oscar night. First of all, it's a three-hour difference. <laughs> right. the tour it's Tour in at three. And, yes, they do give tours in oh. that afternoon. He's like, uh, I wasn't buying it for a minute. Uh, oh, he was going crazy. And then he's like this... He, oh, he didn't like the candy drop. This freaking this pompous hippopotamus did not like the candy well, drop. Well, maybe because people.
1: he it didn't. None of the candy wound up in his mouth.
0: Here's <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy he Kimmel dropping candy.
1: At the Oscars.
0: <laughs> Who's he think he is? Uh, That's well, amazing. No, that yeah, yeah, it was the Trump stuff, though. He's mad. a Trump guy. It got me mad. I yeah. don't know if we can. I don't know if we no. can get
2: past this. No, I
1: don't think so. So you the know. Trump
0: stuff. Let's be honest. Your number one goal for the Oscars from. A creative standpoint was for Trump to tweet. At it would some have point. been great if he, if you he wanted it. Tweeted.
1: You know what happened in rehearsal? We tested the technology to make sure I could tweet back to him if he tweeted at us and i was just screwing around in rehearsal and everybody was laughing so hard because i don't know what i wrote in rehearsal i wrote something really dumb and simple but everybody was laughing so hard they're like you have to do it anyway you have to do it anyway i was like all right i'll, I'll do it anyway yeah. so that was really kind of unscripted and just kind of very loose we decided it was a game time decision there and he
0: sat it out though he didn't take the bait
1: he didn't. I'm, I'm guessing that he wasn't watching. Is probably what it was. I think someone uh, got to him in watching. the last like I think Sunday morning. You know, since a, then,
2: he hasn't tweeted anything. There's a crazy.
1: countdown clock I saw online. How how long it's been since he attacked someone on Twitter? Yeah. And as of this afternoon, it was three days yeah. and one hour. So, um, yeah, it seems like maybe somebody's somebody's. You can give him an offline account to
2: tweet. It's offline. For real? Yeah, he can tweet.
1: Why don't I believe anything Tate's saying? Can <laughs> no, we hear know, Tate. anything Tate's saying? No, no, no right. we can't. You know, let me. Do one of the things Tate about said, microphones is you have to speak into them. <laughs> That's it. Tate likes to do that once
0: a podcast. Though. That's yeah. one of his moves. Tate said they gave him an offline account for the people. So he home. thinks
1: he's tweeting at people Its like like you give like a kid a fake cell phone, like, like baby a baby a set of keys. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Did what? How much debate was there with how far to go with the Trump humor and what the lines were and all that stuff? Because you have how many people watching?
1: 30 million people I guess I don't know Not much I mean people You know I think they're used to Letting the host Kind of do what He or she wants So Well I'm I'm
0: talking about What you wanted
1: Oh Did you feel like
0: There was a chance You might lose the room If you went too far Or like
1: No I thought There was a chance I might lose the room If I didn't didn't go go far far enough Yeah um, but I just felt like it was just a matter of balance. I didn't want it at any point for people to feel like, oh, all right, we got it, you know, and and that mostly depends on the quality of the jokes.
2: I thought it would be, if you bet the under, everything's in terms of betting, on politically charged speeches, You, I think you would have won. Like, I would ex- I expected more. And yeah. especially, like, even Casey Affleck had a bigger you know like a, Casey was like, shocked that I talked yeah. to him afterwards really like the night before the spirit awards he had a huge thing and he couldn't was believe he won he was totally
1: unprepared yeah. and yeah. he walked, he said he forgot to thank his kids and he was right. despondent about that mm-hmm. and um and his brother was crying in the audience and that really like threw him off cuz I don't think Ben does a whole lot of crying and right. and it was i i think he would. that was a very spontaneous and totally unprepared speech hmm. that he gave
0: the gambling odds shifted big time toward Denzel right it's like by by the time the Oscars started he was almost a two to one favorite which yeah made, so I was I never know like what does that mean it's just people no, waiting to make either. their Denzel run or they have inside info I I wasn't as surprised that he won after Lonergan won for a screenplay
1: I was that made me think he, like oh okay. I wasn't surprised that he won because that was an he was unbelievably awesome. fantastic performance yeah, yeah I mean it's it, you know it's a very sad movie but he was great in that movie I I can't really honestly think of uh many uh, any more natural performances than that one it never for one moment seemed like acting was going on
0: I like the thing he said to to Ben at the end too about like you're not heavy he was kind of snuck it in
1: yeah yeah um
0: yeah there was all these moments from the Oscars that I think would have been really played out the next day and dissected and right. instead if
2: not for really, yeah. the
0: envelope just And it's not really fair
2: because, you know, they gave out 25 awards. 24 to 25, they got right. (laughs) but You get one wrong and everyone freaks out. Yeah, Brady (laughs) completes 24 or 25 passes. That's a great day for them. Someone
0: going crazy about it. One more quick break from the cousins to talk about our friends at Squarespace. They make it easy to build beautiful websites, whether you're planning to start a business, change careers, or launch a creative project. Now that we are three months in. To 2017. Well, two months in, we're in our third month. You should absolutely be tackling your next move with Squarespace. It's widely used by all kinds of people and businesses. Squarespace gives you the ability to create an online platform with which you can make your latest goals into a reality. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included in your Squarespace website. It's a unique domain experience. It is fully transparent, it is simple to set up. Add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. Nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. And Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support will help you no matter how hard or how easy your problem may be. Start a free trial today at squarespace.com. Use offer code BS to to get 10% off your first purchase plus a free domain. Again, that's squarespace.com. Offer code BS. Squarespace. Make your next move. Make your next website. Back to Jimmy and Sal. Oh, uh, so what were the next two days
1: like? Uh, a lot of emails to respond to. A lot of night. A lot of more well wishes, probably than I've received, and compliments in my entire life combined.
2: And you had some heavy hitters, and even personally, you said like in the first, in the same minute, you got two that right. Al
1: Gore called me today. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Al hitter. Gore. Yeah. <laughs> so weird, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it went well. I think. I think everybody was very happy. You know the difference I think was they the people in the audience enjoyed the show. Yeah. And typically that is not the case and uh, what I'm told, you know, and I think we kept a, just enough stuff happening live in studio for them to really enjoy it. It wasn't the show.
2: stuffy at all. It wasn't like the that's you know that that's what makes it didn't feel like three hours and thirty nine minutes maybe just for, to me but it, it wasn't stuffy it was it pretty smooth I'm gonna give him a good review It's because no one at the ringer will give him a good review so I'm gonna do <laughs> I gave him a great review I know you did now but you can't I, have I, anyone write anything good really, about it I was I the usual loop, why did somebody
1: no, uh, just, no nothing bad no. but the
2: usual lukewarm you know nothing. No, great. tepid no, great. what's the nicest no. thing anyone well, to tell people what to rate that's the thing you just I, I, Wesley and Sean Fennison and I raved about him the next day on a podcast. Everything podcast, sure, but when the, the writing, uh, you never. I That's don't know. the thing. You
1: really can't ever win. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: you just can't. You know, it, it couldn't have gone better than right. it did, except for the envelope thing, which had nothing right. to do with me. It literally could not have possibly gone better. Yeah. And you get people. You know, there are some people that that will acknowledge me. You get people like, eh, yeah, yeah, The worst the best you sins? get is not insulted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think simmons is in a tough spot because i i do think there's a I,
0: how did they, how i think I you do this?
2: well i think there is a, a directive like don't ever write anything bad about kimmel but on the other hand if anyone writes uh, maybe that's ahead, what makes them resent it's me. a puff piece no and then you get oh you're writing about your friend so it's tough oh yeah i don't yeah, know you're in a
0: tough spot right, buddy okay. i'm sorry yeah. i thought you
2: did a good job <laughs> <you>.
0: <laughs> i was proud of you finally
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. But as you told me in the email, you would have told me. I, you, <laughs> I would have
0: lied. You'd have told I me I, totally that I did a lied. great job, even if I. I totally would have lied. <laughs> I remember one of the AMAs that we did. I was like, hey, "It was all right." I'm going to tell him he did great. <laughs> but I, I think what people, the one of the things that people have, like my mom said this to me. She's like, "I don't know if Jimmy handled the ending very well." I'm like, what What did you expect from him? Oh, I just thought he should have taken more control. He's the host. I'm like, Mom, that's insane. I didn't know this what was going was, on. He didn't know what to go on. He was sitting in the stands. Can I tell you honestly,
1: yeah. I feel like I've gotten too much credit for how I handled the ending. Because I really didn't do anything other than jerk around at the ending. I mean, I made fun of Warren Beatty twice. <laughs> I fucked around. I, I really did. I mean, I, I... I guess I apologize which people seem to like um, But like if a plane Just crashed into your
0: window right now Yeah And then people were filming us and They were like I don't know if Sal stood up in time And then I, Like that's kind of what that moment was like
1: Yeah except for in this case I rescued everyone on board expect- I was Ooh. Sully War- no, That's right. right Warren Beatty's like
0: just holding the envelope Like it's the last the five Warren hours Beatty. of his life He doesn't know what the hell happened I
1: know <laughs> Tell- Faye Dunaway is so much smarter than Warren Beatty she, I could see her she was so far in the back of the stage she was actually she was not even in the Dolby Theater anymore she was at Dave and Buster's next door she, God, was, she retreated uh, I saw her way in the background just kind of like just blonde hair flashing as she left you
2: talk about obituaries and everything where does this go in, in Warren Beatty's that- uh, we I talked this is, about this on Monday's Pod I, yeah. I think it's in the first couple sentences and that's crazy I hope
1: not yeah that would be a real that would be a tragedy
0: i think see you're too deep in this all the women
1: he fucked that should be the first first (laughs) list alphabetical order all the women he fucked then this
0: i think this lives on in a way that you'll see in about two months
1: yeah i think you're probably right i mean because i
0: think about when we were growing up we always heard about the the girl that the indian that came up to Decline Marlon Brando's Oscar, yeah,
1: feather uh, and shit like feather. that.
0: Those are those are like these moments that just haven't gone away. Yeah, and this is way bigger than that. Uh, so what now? What uh, happens to you now?
1: I know, I gotta find you another award Emmys show. The Emmys and the Oscars. <laughs> What's next? Are there There's any nothing award? left. I have to do the upfront. You did the ESPYS too. Oh, we forgot, we forgot to did. mention you hosted the ESPYS yeah. too. That was another award show. No, you, no, have. you, you have. Had ten years ago. Oh was, yeah, I hosted uh, the ESPYS. That's right. I forgot it. Yeah, that was your darkest
0: award show moment because they you had. A ten-minute monologue, and they edited it down to about three uh, and no, a half. Yeah,
1: that was yeah, that was bad. That was the worst because I felt like I really killed at that event, and yeah. and that audience is great. That's a different audience from the well, Oscars. Well, that's for that's sure. your audience. Yeah, athletes, Th- those are your people. Big dumb yeah, guys. Athletes. Those are my guys. <laughs> Uh, but that was that was a real dis- that was a shocking and horrible disappointment. Yeah, that <laughs> we was were watching bad. it at Huey Lewis's house in uh, Montana. Montana. Yep. I left for a fishing trip with that behind me. I killed. I was on a high. It was great. I got to Montana. It, the monologue in no way resembled what I had done. And no heads up. And there no, was the no, no heads, heads up. up
0: was the issue.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it was all. I mean, they were probably smart to give me a no heads up because <laughs> I would have went berserk if they give me a yeah. heads up. But the stuff that you you know you wind up keeping, uh, it's just it was so political the whole deal.
0: I remember being ninety five percent really upset that they did that, and five percent excited that you finally knew what I was going through. I, oh really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like five percent of me is like I'm glad somebody else gets it now. <laughs> this is, it was crazy. This it wasn't like.
1: even like edited for like like oh this was off color. It was like we can't make fun of soccer, right. that kind of thing. You
0: know? But it it was even worse than the mangling because I think you had like. You had six, five or six jokes that just killed the most, and yeah. I think they took out like five.
1: Yeah, and it that was, was what really hurt is they took poorly. out the best, yeah, the flow, the they, best they of the, jokes. the flow of yeah. everything.
0: Now it seems like a million
1: years ago. It th- it was, it's was a long time ago.
0: <laughs> so now what? Now you're just in the late night wars. Yeah. No. Now I will. Now you have to win the late night wars. Yeah. That's the next.
1: That's the next. Not going to happen. So.
0: (laughs) What do you mean? That's not going to
1: happen. Yeah. Maybe I could win the cola wars. I think I'd have a better chance with it. (laughs) What? What?
0: How do you handle Trump now in the age of President Trump? You did Trump free Tuesday this week. Yeah. Is that going to be a gimmick?
1: Um. I don't know. Maybe if we. You know. Sometimes you just. It's like enough already. I.
2: I think Trump free Tuesday
0: is brilliant. Yeah You
2: must go through the same thing Right When did your writers tell you They want to all write about Trump Or do well, they Well it's weird
0: Because we, yeah We could run a million Trump pieces But you know People come to our safe To read about Sports and pop culture And tech And they don't want to read Like mm. 20 angry pieces Or 20 pieces the other way So we got to find Like the It's hard to The too, because angles Because
1: every day All the writers You know They'll write their jokes However many jokes They write And a lot of the jokes are about Donald Trump or the people in his world. And then I get everybody's jokes and I go through all of them. And I'm like, I got nothing but Donald Trump jokes here to, to choose from. And it, it's just like... Gotta it was,
2: read, just read them all. Just and them. even
1: on Trump Free <laughs> Tuesday, a day that I said, don't write any... There will be zero mentions of Donald Trump. I got a bunch of Donald <laughs> Trump jokes. It, it, it's like people just can't... It's so oppressive that they can't not write Sorry, about it.
0: He's not going to win. Don't worry about it. <laughs> worry. So what do you do? Like the Congress speech was last night, but that wasn't in your monologue.
1: Yeah, no, that well, it was Trump free Tuesday. And I'm glad it wasn't because there wasn't much to go on there. He, he just, he sat there and read. Oh, did you film? You know, it's funny. He is getting so much, credit for not behaving like a maniac last night <laughs> it's like when you take a baby to a restaurant you know it's like you were so good you were really good right. and you're gonna now get a piece of cake or something it um, was really interesting to watch
0: Adam Carolla wrote for you for the Oscars he did how'd that go you didn't work together in a while
1: um it went great actually Uh-oh. it was kind of shocking in a way whoa because Adam wrote not only wrote so many jokes, not only invested so much time in it, but actually typed them. (laughs) Typed them himself? Himself. I mean, he sent me many typed pages of jokes and i'm going through and they're great and i actually was like looking forward to opening them because they were so funny
2: he took a typing class at night and gave jimmy jokes during the day
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it was they were really you know what's funny is like you know you get away from working with adam every single day yeah you
0: forget how funny you kind of
1: forget like you know he's super funny but you kind of forget and he came into the office for a meeting a lot of the wrong young writers, you know, they don't know him. They don't really, you know, they don't yeah. know the man They're yeah. too young. They don't listen to his podcast, so they don't know what's going on. As far as they know, he's like my racist uncle, you know? Right, yeah. And he comes in Not the wrong. meeting, and he just destroys the meeting. Yeah. Everybody's dying laughing. He's kind of holding court the whole time. Yeah. And you go like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Adam is is, is ridiculously funny.
0: I remember the first year writing. And if you got to late to the lunch meeting where we all had to pitch, and the only seat was like next to Corolla, falling Corolla was like the death seat. Oh yeah, because Corolla would be, be funny at. for twenty minutes. And right. it was like, all right, what do you have? Like uh, <laughs> with nothing written and down, down yeah, right?
2: Like one word written down. Yeah, 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 like not, even wor- yeah. not even a word. Technically, not even
1: a word.
0: Well, he would. He was smart. He would sit. He wouldn't. You'd go in yeah. order around the room. He'd do no work, but then he would listen to the other pitches. And just make them better, yeah. Like Tony mentioned before about that uh, they changing the speed limit in Nevada. Here's the, th- and then he would go on his rant, yeah.
2: And it was, it was, and then was, you ruined lunch for everybody.
0: And then I, he still blanched me for what? Because <laughs> I, I intervened on the Chinese food because I, when we would get Chinese food, everybody would be incompetent after because right. of the MSG. Yeah. And I mentioned that to you, and you, you know, used to. Listen to me back then. Yeah. And you were like, You're right. That's a terrible idea. Why are we drugging the writers with Chinese food? We should get healthier.
1: Probably I just didn't really like the Chinese food. <laughs> it might have whatever. been bad Chinese food. Too. Uh James
0: Baby Doll
2: Dixon stories?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Sal and I have been trying to figure out how much of the show uh, of the Oscar show, Baby Doll, who is my agent, yeah. actually saw.
2: You know he didn't go three
1: hours and forty minutes without a cigarette. Well, no, we know. Where he would he smoked? have smoked? Yeah. Well First of all, anywhere. He smokes, okay. you know, wherever. But he definitely exited the building to smoke mm-hmm. at some point, which means he had to have missed something. You know, I wish he was here so we could have quizzed him and gone through and read him a list of oh, yeah. things that happened and then made a couple up and listened to him kind of bullshit his mm-hmm. way through it. But, yeah, he he was... He was on pretty good behavior because his wife and daughter were there.
2: But there were people walking by, and his, his go to line is like, I don't even know, this guy with a cane. He looked like he was 90, just trying to make his way through. You know, he was important or at some point. And Baby's like, Hey, Mark, do you remember me? You remember me, right? Which is the most annoying question you can ask. You remember ask about me? It yeah, you remember you're just immediately me. making I'm the you, stupid. I'm telling you, you remember me. I do. I <laughs> know, I so so go ahead and remember me. <laughs> He's out of his mind.
1: He's crazy.
0: He didn't have like a Denzel Washington.
1: He didn't force his way into the Vanity Fair party afterwards. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, you're right. He had his family. He was so off was his right. game. He really was. Yeah. The family's
0: like his kryptonite.
1: Yeah. He's, he didn't stay with you. He didn't stay with me. No. <laughs> he. Um, yeah. No. He was. Uh, he was disappointingly well behaved. And you had a pregnant wife as your date. I did. Very yes. pregnant wife. Very pregnant. Looked great yeah. in the gown.
0: When yeah. is the When is the second child coming?
1: In a couple months.
0: So that'll be your next big project. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Not sleeping.
1: Yeah. I know, we sleep. I sleep through everything. You know, as long as that's a great thing about breastfeeding, we can't do it. Yeah. It's true. It's like, well, what am I going to do? You know, I would do. I always say to Molly, you know, I would have the baby for you if I could.
2: (laughs) Jimmy's got a fishing trip planned three hours before uh, the due date. (laughs) You're going to be fine. Do we cover everything? I think so, right? Let's see. I still Sal can't lost believe... lost a lot of money. <laughs> when is this going to end?
1: I, what, you lose a lot of money? <laughs> well, no. I, never. Did, did
2: you died. lose on the Cubs? No. I, somehow stayed somehow away you from stayed that. away Somehow you yeah. didn't have the Indians. Yeah. And we had other stupid things. The Lions not to make the playoffs. No I know, hard. but when you talk
0: about... I know, I know. You talk about 3-1 Cavs. Yeah. Patriots coming back for 25 down. Hillary no, losing to Trump right. and then the envelope
1: switch and you're on the wrong side of all four of yeah. those. We shouldn't even know. be in the same room as you. <laughs> it's trouble. dangerous. I feel like I should have a right. helmet on that right right now. That plane
2: Simmons talked about coming through is in <laughs> its way. And you also you had Pat's Rams you lost on. Well, that was years ago. Was I know. I'm trying
0: to think ago. of what some of the other oh, great this upsets. Yeah, this.
1: Oh, yeah. we
0: really need to like you need to make a list and we just need to <laughs> rattle yeah, it your off worst of losses. Losses. it. Where
1: would this one rank in your worst? Super bowl had to be worse, right?
2: Now this, to, to,
0: I, to think you won and then it gets taken away. I had a been?
2: college football game. This got me on the streak, the bad streak this year. I had, uh, this is boring, but Oklahoma State was winning by four with four seconds left and they had the ball over Central Michigan. Now, you'll never get that scenario again. You're winning by four with the ball and four seconds left. And they throw, they let the, Clock expire. I can't even t- say it. I get so crazy. And they throw it out of bounds, and they call it grounding, which gives the defense one more play. Sure enough, hail mary the other way, and it wins.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a pretty good one.
2: Yeah, Scott Van Pelt and ESPN. They talk about bad beats, but they don't. They don't live them. them. Yes, they, you know, yeah. like they don't go through. They don't I get do. beat by them. Right,
0: right. I think probably the Trump Clinton one is the worst one because we had we stared at it and tried yeah. to figure out ways to go against it forever and.
2: Yeah, and I had the states. The Billy too. Bush
0: thing happened. We were like, oh, we don't need to go against this now." Yeah, it's right. done. Last thing, it's food week on the Ringer, and oh. we did this top fifty fast food list. Okay, which was voted on by the entire staff, which mm. includes a are lot these of
1: chains or regional chains? It's
0: it, there was a couple regional chains that had climbed in, but for the most part, it was like the In and Out Burger and all that stuff. Right. The one that won the vote was the was the uh, Chick fil A waffle fries.
1: Hmm. Oh interesting. Which won
0: over the chicken sandwich. It's out of and any it's caused item, a lot man. of tension in the office.
1: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't even name those the top fries.
0: That's so what are your top fries?
1: Nathan's. Nathan's there we go Nathan's. Nathan's so Nathan's
0: hot dog didn't make the list either it's
1: a cup of fries and the salt is perfect and
0: the
2: the, the, the sa- and there's
1: a red fork it's yeah. like a spear that you put right. on it and and when they come out they spring out they almost spring out mm-hmm. of the cup
2: and you get the little salt packet and you have to use it and it's great and the ketchup oh, yeah. out, great. how
1: about best burger <sighs> you can go in and out for for Fast for food? fast food, yeah, it's got. I mean, because uh, sh-
0: Steak Shacks involved, like you, you
1: can steak uh, or shake, uh, shake, shake, Shack. shack. Shake shack. Nah. Uh, all those. The you shake can go, Shack five guys. sandwich, I think, is better than their their hamburger. But yeah, in and out's hamburger is really good. You were an Arby's guy for a long time. Yeah, but I i don't eat there anymore. I used to eat two Arby's sandwiches pretty much every yeah, day when,
2: when we worked at Ben Stein's Money. Yeah, yeah. seriously,
1: every yeah. day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Arby's was only thirty-two on the list, and Joe House my, was really upset about that. I
1: had my thirtieth birthday was catered by Arby's. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> I th- I still I'm still it's the best Arby's. sauce.
1: The Arby's sauce, yeah. is the barbecue the best sauce of all the sauce. So- it's tangy. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. It's, How about
0: chicken sandwich?
1: Uh, I like the Shake Shack chicken sandwich
0: more than the Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's meatier.
1: You, you have a Chick Fil A very uh,
0: close to this
1: office. Yeah, and I haven't
2: Shack. had the Shake Shack chicken sandwich. I guess I have to. It's really try, good. Is it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I It
2: doesn't really c- compare to like In-N-Out, but I could eat 100 White Castle hamburgers right now.
1: Yeah, that didn't make the list either. Oh, uh, so good. I still think McDonald's french fries are right up there, too. Mm. So I, Oh, by the way, In-N-Out's french fries are oh yeah, excellent. They're good.
0: They yeah. they have, what, a 12-minute shelf life, though?
1: Because they take a potato in front of you, right. and they cut it, and they mm. throw it in the deep fryer, and it, that doesn't happen at other places. I've,
0: I've rekindled my love for In-N-Out. Yeah. Because I had a great double double uh Saturday oh, and yeah. it got me the the melted On cheese. Food really week, You're day. talking
1: about fast food, huh?
0: No, it was just one of the things. <laughs> I see. We have a whole bunch of stuff. We had a whole I'll send it to you, a whole How piece of about about the meatless burger that would really hurt your feelings. Oh, Somebody trying to per-
1: perfect the vegan burger. I had burger. that. I tried it. Yeah. yeah. It's They're, okay.
0: They put there's there's a way to put blood in it so it bleeds like a burger.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had one of those and it was, you know, it was okay, but it didn't really taste like a hamburger.
2: Mm. McDonald's Coca Cola.
1: Uh, I like Wendy's Coca-Cola really? best of all. And uh, what is
2: it? Just because their machines are no, cut, what,
1: yeah, machi- they McDonald's use, is pretty good. Though. They use copper tubing in their machines. Uh-huh. Someone explained to me once.
0: House had a whole thing about how he thought the egg, the uh, egg McMuffin is the most important fast food item ever created. <laughs> really? <It's>, yeah, <laughs> because it bad. like created the breakfast yeah. sandwich. It the created genre? the breakfast industry. And he's like. Hmm. McDonald's had to go to the all-day breakfast menu. That's how good because the Egg McMuffin it. is. It's been There's never been anything that compared to it. Every kid has eaten a million of them. How does that not win?
2: Hmm.
0: Pretty good case.
1: Yeah, it's good, but still, the, you know, the McDonald's hamburger's got to be the most important item in fast food history. Yes? Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. It's certainly not one of my favorites, though.
1: No, but it's still, it's the original. Yeah. All right. I've
2: had bad onion rings, too. Burger King doesn't get enough credit for their onion rings.
1: Do you want
0: to tell Jimmy about your your parlay in round one of the Vermont tournament today? (laughs) Sal
2: had the Vermont catamounts in a parlay tonight. That's right. So just if you're worried
1: about that, he's not gambling enough. You know what? I'm
2: not going to check till tomorrow. The
1: (laughs) Vermont catamounts. Yeah. (laughs)
2: They were winning 41 to 16. This sounds like the beginning
1: of of a movie where someone hit rock bottom. (laughs) I had the Vermont catamounts.
0: (laughs) He's straight after the Oscars. There's no mountains left to climb for him.
1: No counter His wife got shown
0: during the telecast. (laughs) I mean, it's like, where where else do you go to this?
1: That was the weirdest part of the Oscars was seeing my parents and kids on camera in the audience. You know, it's. It, when you're hosting something you're in the middle of it but when you're watching the monitor and you're like oh my god there's my parents it's a very strange thing
2: mm. it was our camera guy a lot of our camera guys worked us. Awesome yeah well.
0: right yeah. Jimmy Kimmel Cousin South thank you thanks I for co- making we the we covered time. a lot uh, thanks I'm glad, I'm glad
2: you were able to finally tell your story
1: yeah finally thank, thank you there.
2: Bill and I'm glad we finally got a, a Ringer related compliment on the that was nice it took a lot of guts
1: is that Ringer with a W <laughs> That's it for the podcast.
0: Thanks so much to SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app today or go right to SeatGeek.com. Thanks so much for Lyft. Don't forget three free rides for up to a $30 value if you go to Lyft and enter Bill Simmons in the payment code. And thanks to Squarespace.com. Start your free trial today. Offer code BS. Don't forget to download the new Mass Man podcast on its own feed that you could subscribe to. The Mass Man Podcast, Ringer NFL Show. Ringer NBA show teed up. All our podcasts are humming and most important, it's food week on the ringer. And if you haven't checked out some of the content, it is fantastic a written podcasts, videos, you name it. Who doesn't love food? Who doesn't have an opinion on food? Go check that out. We are going to be back later this week with another podcast. And it's going to be an athlete that you've heard of. And we also might have a coach that you've heard of. we might, we might, team them into one podcast potentially or we might just save them for for and cut them up into two different podcasts but that's coming up the bs podcast thanks to tate frazier thanks for driving a mile and a half to jimmy's office with me we got a picture it was great we didn't get to go to chick-fil-a too bad Hello. uh back later this week on the bs podcast